This is with an Ohio Bias, a podcast for real fans with D and Jake. And we're so happy, ladies and gentlemen, to be joined by a bodybuilding legend, Street Burrow's own Dean Caputo. Uh, Dean, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. Uh, Dean, we know the North Coast is coming up, but we wanted to get you on just because, um, of course, you're one of the big parts that does a lot of hefty lifting, uh, and not to use that pun in jest, but uh, <laughs> with it, along with, you know, the Krause family and everybody. But we want to talk to you a little bit about your career and then get into all the things with the North Coast. So um, sure. doing the research for this interview, Dean, I know you weren't, you know, like waiting to be a bodybuilder your whole life, at least when you were younger. Um, I think one of the quotes in, in one of the interviews you did for the Gazette was uh, you looked at Arnold Schwarzenegger when you were younger and said you never wanted to look like that or something like that. Yeah, and exactly. then boom, <laughs> and then boom, 10 years later, I mean, you're at the peak and you're all over the place. Um, tell us how that came to be. I mean, where was the event that you got your pro card? And then when did it, was it just like, man, I'm, I'm all about this sort of passion just fueled, you know, your whole way through the industry. Well, number one, I people are always shocked. I never turned pro. And, you know, oh. being having all the endorsements I had and, and being in all the magazines and on the covers and, you know, I've had numerous TV commercials. Everybody automatically thought I was pro, and I, I, was ne- I never turned pro. I was always huh. – I always liked the fact that, you know, everybody say, you know, aren't you upset that you're not pro? Heck no, man. You know, most people turn pro so that they can get the endorsements, they can get on the magazines, and they can get the publicity. And I was getting that. So I was living the life of a pro and, you know, getting these endorsements. Um, I was making a good living at it for myself at the time. It was helping my gym a lot and stuff. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so that's – yeah, I never I – was, I was never uh, a pro, so I wanted to get that out of the way. But uh, I started – it was amazing. Like you said, when I was uh, 10 years old, I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger on Wide World of Sports on TV, and I told my father, I, that's the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was the, it was the 73 Mr. Olympia. And I was, I was just like, oh, that's gross. You know, and here, like you said, next thing you know, you know, eight years later, I'm, I'm competing on stage, you know. So it was a, a weird thing. But I was, I was working all through school. Uh, I was in a, a program called OWE, Occupational Work Experience, and I really always wanted to work. So I was just working, you know, landscaping and trying to save money, you know, because I was into cars. I was a big car buff and stuff. And um, when I was one day when I was at the at the job at Walden Golf Club uh, in Aurora, I was landscaping there. All, all of a sudden, something just came over me, and <clears throat> I just I quit my job and I came home and. And uh, didn't want to work no more as far as doing that job. I, I wanted to sell my car, and I just wanted to start lifting weights. So I don't know where that came from. You know, I have no idea and because uh, I wasn't even in, interested in it, you know. I had friends that worked out a little bit but was never really into it. So I, uh, you know, told my parents that. Next thing you know, I sold my car and got some money. And the money I was uh, uh, working and saving for my car, I took that money, and I went and bought some weights. And... Uh, I built a little weight room in my mom and dad's garage and um, and just started working out. And then my, you know, my friends started coming over. We started working out. And uh, my body was starting to respond pretty good. And this was when, this is my junior year and uh, in high school. And uh, over that summer, I went from like 140, I was 5'11", 140, 140 pounds. And I gained like 15 pounds over the summer. And then I ended up, by the time I got to school, I weighed 160, and I gained like 20 pounds, and the coach, the football coach was going crazy, couldn't believe the, the size I put on, 
And uh, so I, he goes, hey, I wanted you to play as a center. So I started playing football as a center. And But what I started seeing was that it was taken away from all my lifting. All my gains that I was gaining in the weight room was going away because I was getting tore down so much at football practice, and I couldn't eat, and I couldn't train as much. So I all automatically, after football was done, I didn't want to play no more sports. I just wanted to lift weights. And so that's – my body just responded so much. So that's what gave me the passion to continue to do it. And um, then I had about – about 25 or 30 guys coming over to my mom and dad's house working out in my <laughs> weight room, you know. And uh, that's when I thought, you know, it was the end of my senior year and everybody's trying to figure out what they're going to do. And so I started planning, like, you know what, there was no gyms around. That, back then it was only Bodybuilders Incorporated in Akron. There was no gyms around. This was 1980, 1981. And uh, I, I ended up, I had a friend that his brother owned a dry cleaners in the Streetsville Plaza. And he had the whole back of the dry cleaners was just a long, like, you know, long warehouse that he had. And uh, he let me rent that for 65 bucks a month. So I moved all my equipment. I built all our equipment, like benches and stuff like that, and weight racks. Tried to build as much as I can in our metals uh, room at the high school. Our, our shop metal teacher ah. let me come in. After, yeah, my, I'd pay him for the metal. He'd let me come in after school. And we weld up all the machines and stuff, and he helped me out, and we upholstered the benches and stuff, and and uh, yeah, and then that's how I opened up my gym when I was 18 years old, and um, and uh, it was called Bodybuilders Unlimited. Since there was Bodybuilders Incorporated, I thought let's go with Bodybuilders Unlimited to people think that we're like a franchise or close, and and right away, you know, I had because it was in 1981, and uh, we were in the Reagan Depression, and. Uh, and uh, a recession, and so there's a lot of unemployment guy, un- unemployed guys. So they, geez, right off the bat, I had like 60 members come in, and uh, they were all the unemployed guys, you know. And uh, that's how the gym started and grew from there. So you literally uh, pumping iron to pump iron, man. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, that's, now tell us a little bit about. So you, you got the gym. Um, and then you start, when did it start, like, you know, becoming a business for you? I mean, you got the gym, and, of course, you know, you already had the marketing down by, by you know, using that name, you know, so you can be popular um, out there among bodybuilders. But when did it become, you know, you're also an industry onto your own with you, you know what I mean, getting the endorsements and things like that? Well, what happened was, you know, as I was training in the gym, you know, the, my body just kept responding and responding and growing and growing. So then all of a sudden I took an interest in competing. And then I okay. was planning, and, and I always planned everything out. Even when I was a young kid, I always planned everything out. And I started realizing that, you know what, if I can do this competing thing and start winning some shows or, or going into some, some shows, maybe I would get in the newspapers and maybe that would help bring people to the gym. So I, I kind of mm-hmm. like had it all planned out like that. Well, I entered the Teenage Ohio for my first show in 1983, and uh, I won that. And then I got in the newspaper, and uh, and I and I actually called the newspaper, and they, you know, put pictures in there and did a story and stuff. And next thing I know, I saw a whole influx of more people coming into the gym, and so then I thought, man, I'm going to keep doing this competing and seeing how far I can go. And it's funny because in the in when we had my weight room at the at the house, my mom and dad's house, I put up pictures of you know, Lou Ferrigno and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Franco Colombo and all these bodybuilders up on my walls. And, and I told them, all my friends someday, I said, someday I'm going to be in that magazine. And they're all like, you're crazy. You're a 
skinny little kid from Treesboro, Ohio. Why would Joe Weider put you in his magazine, you know? So that always stuck in my head that I got to prove these guys wrong, you know? And uh, so then, you know, the competing kept going, kept going. I kept winning and winning. I won the Mr. Ohio. Then I entered the um, I entered the Midwest of America, won that. I entered the Eastern USA. I won that. And then I entered the um, Niagara Falls uh, Junior Nationals, and I won that and in 1986. And right after that, I entered a show called the Niagara Falls Grand Prix. And that was where pros and amateurs competed together. And it was like they don't really have them shows anymore, but they did then. And it was on ESPN. And the uh, the founders and owners of Powerhouse Gym, uh, Norm and Will Dabish, were watching ESPN. And I got a big interview on there um, with Carla Dunlap because I did really well in the show. And plus I was, you know, endorsed by the GNC. So I had, I was on all the GNC stuff. So they wanted to do an interview with me. And then after that, I was guest posing up in Michigan for the Dabishes at the Mr. Michigan. And we were at dinner that night afterwards. And Norm Dabish was saying, Hey Dean, there's this guy in Streetsboro, Ohio, that he's this big blonde bodybuilder that I saw at ESPN and he owns a gym. And I want to talk to him. I want to see if we could change him over to be in a powerhouse gym. And I said, Norm, that's me. And he goes, holy crap, you know. So, <laughs> so he was like shocked. So that from that point forward, I just totally changed over to powerhouse, became a powerhouse soldier, and and uh, that was a great moment in my in my gym history is when we turned to powerhouse, and that's when it really started growing, you know, and uh, and and again it just became a big business, and then my you know, not, not only was the gym growing and getting bigger and bigger, but the um, my career was, too, at the time. And uh, when GNC approached me in 1987, that that was a big, big turning point that, that because of that endorsement, I got a bunch of other endorsements, too. So it was really nice. All right. So we've seen some of the throwbacks for the modeling. And also, um, you talk about GNC. How many cardboard cutouts do you have left, and how many pairs of Zubaz pants? <laughs> Well, actually, the cardboard cutouts—they were—they were life size, six foot. They were um, uh, in front of every GNC in the world. So there was like—I think there was like three thousand of them. You know, every. I was like that. How was that to walk by a mall or walk by a GNC and see yourself, man? Like, yeah. Well, well, it was. You know, I was on all the bottles too, and then they actually had me—you know—pictures of me all through the store. So it was kind of like, it was kind of wild to go there and walk in and people were given double looks like wait a minute there was one time i went <laughs> there was one time i was in a shopping mall and i was just standing next to the cardboard cutout and people were like double taken and they couldn't figure it out like is that him or not you know <laughs> so, but oh, yeah. it was it was funny to just play around with that stuff but yeah it was it was a it was a really awesome experience to to experience that and and uh you know i was with gnc for a couple of years so it was really great a lot of publicity out of that. Um, let's talk about the traveling. I mean, you talk about bringing up publicity and then bringing it back to your own gym powerhouse. Um, was that always just a thing, man? Like you just, you love Ohio. You loved where you were from and just keep marketing your own gym, but still doing your thing competing. Yeah. Uh, as far as the traveling goes, I've been all over the world and I actually, uh, with Norman Will Dabish, we, we got together and, we were doing a gym out in Huntington Beach, California, in 1990, and so I was traveling back and forth. But you know, you know, I, I stayed out there for a while, and then I went to uh, I was in um, San Bernardino and Palm Springs for a while in California. But I always had my gym back here, and you know what? 
I just always loved Ohio. I, I that's why I've always stayed here. It's just it's it's home. And when I'd be anywhere else, I just wouldn't feel the same. I wouldn't feel at home. And the people are different. The people out here are just so awesome and nice and friendly. And we got the best best fans around and best people around. So that's why I always stayed in Ohio. I mean, and I've been all over the place, and uh, I still wouldn't trade it for nothing. You know. Absolutely. I mean, this is with an Ohio bias, and this is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. We're so glad to be joined by Dean Caputo. Um, he's here to talk about himself, but also, of course, to promote the North Coast Championship coming up Saturday, May 26, 2018, in Kent, Ohio, so not too far from Streetsboro, uh, where the gym is. Um, Dean, so what? What? tell us a little bit about environment. You got the powerhouse gym. You had folks that were, you know, like you, but you go to those other gyms. What were you bringing back? to create the environment in Streetsboro that you were picking up from with all your travels? Well, believe it or not, I would see in other gyms that I didn't want in my gym. And what the atmosphere that I had in my gym was what I personally wanted. You know, I wanted a, a, a harder core atmosphere, but clean and, and bright and nice. You know, like I, I wanted mm -hmm. the loud music. I wanted, you know, hardcore lifters in there, but also, we made it nice enough to where women would come in there and they'd feel inspired and stuff like that. So I didn't, I didn't have, uh, you know, the fitness atmosphere. I had the competition atmosphere and, mm -hmm. and we, we got a lot, a lot of members that just love that. And I, and I get asked today, you know, gosh, can't you open up the gym and we miss doing that. I mean, I used to have a corner in the gym with a table and commercial coffee makers, and people would come in, and we'd sit at the table, and we'd drink coffee and get all amped up and ready to go for the workouts. And people, they loved that. It was just, it was just an awesome atmosphere. And, and I would go to these other gyms, and they just wouldn't have that. You know what I mean? You, you couldn't have loud music. You know, you couldn't uh, really get loud and training crazy or nothing like that. So that's what I wanted in my gym. <clears throat> you know, like Planet Fitness right now, they don't want you to take off your shirt. They don't want you to do this. In my gym, I used to yell at the guys, take off your your, your dang sweatshirt so you can see what muscles you're working. You know what I mean? So I used yeah. to be the opposite of Planet Fitness, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Now, it seems like a natural transition then you get into the supplement business. Um, you got natural sport. Tell us about that um, and why you wanted to put your energy about, about that. I mean, it seems like a, a, a perfect fit, but uh, just for anybody that might be confused why you started it, lay that on us. Back in the day when I was using, you know, like when I, when I told you when I was uh, at my, my mom and dad's house training and I started, you know, gaining all that weight, the way I did it was we would go and we'd buy Joe Weider's weight gainer. And it was the most horrible tasting stuff you ever tasted in your life. I mean, even the blender would bog down when it was blending it. You know what I mean? And, and we used to have the banana peppers, the hot peppers, right next to our shake. And we'd drink it. And then we'd have to eat a hot pepper after just to kill the taste. That's how horrible tasting oh, this wow. stuff was. Wow. <laughs> it was bad. And, and I thought, man, you know, so I started playing with it and adding different flavors to it. And I was trying to make, I was adding like uh, some lecithin to it, making it mix better and stuff. And all my friends were like, man, this is great. You're, you're, you're making this stuff that's crap into great stuff. And so that's how I got the GNC thing that I had a friend that told them what I did. And they, that's when they contacted me and said, hey, we're going to start this pro performance line. And we wanted you to be a part of it. We want you to endorse it, but we also want you to help formulate it. So that's how I got into it. That was my first thing was pro performance for GNC. I helped them formulate the, the different products. 
And then from there, I went to another supplement company in 1990, and I was there for 17 years, and and we grew that really big. And then um, in 2003, uh, my business colleague that I was working with with that company ended up passing away unexpectedly, so I ended up leaving that company for that reason because it wasn't they were bringing in new people and it just wasn't the same. And that's when I got with Natural Sport, and and I've been really um, you know, working on that for many, many years. And so it, it, it's always been a passion of mine because it's stuff that I needed for myself, that I wanted it to taste better. I wanted better quality. I wanted cleaner stuff because um, the stuff out there I just didn't want to, I didn't want to put in my body. So that's how we came up with Natural Sport. And um, we, we actually came up with this so long ago that, you know, back then natural wasn't cool, you know. Where now, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cool. You know, they wanted, they thought it was weak, you know. And so now uh, it, it's a big thing. You know, everybody wants natural. Everybody wants clean products. And, and that's where natural sport, that's where we took natural sport, you know. So we were we were natural before it was cool to be natural. You know what I mean? So um, that's how I got into it was basically just stuff that I wanted for myself. All right. We know natural sports is one of the big sponsors of the North Coast Championship coming up here on May 26th. A full weekend of events, um, and some of the things that you talked about that you liked, whether with cars and things like that, are all coming at that event. But the phrase that I love that you guys say is where the competitors are the stars. And I think, you know, you kind of alluded to that with the way you, that you wanted your gym to be, the powerhouse to be. Um, is that the same way that you, you mirror you guys, you know, I know you guys have, but it's the same thing that you want for everybody competing, no matter what they're competing in. If it's arm wrestling and, and even the new event that we're going to get to here in a little bit and drop on everybody. But is that what it basically comes down to? You want to treat anybody that's, you know, going to come through those doors at Kent, um, the way that you wanted to be treated when you were competing? Yes. Well, you know, Greg Kraus and myself years ago, because we used to hold the Powerhouse Classic, Greg and I have been doing, we've been promoting these shows, the Powerhouse Classic and now the North Coast for almost you know, over 25 years. And when we were, you know, compete, you know, I was competing, and then Greg got into competing a little bit later than I did. I was uh, competing way before he did. But, I, you know, we, we sat down and we said, man, you know, I wish a show would have this. I wish a show would have that. And then I said, well, why don't we hold a show? Why don't we do our own show? And we can have these things that we always wish we had. And that's what the North Coast has uh, morphed into is we are – what the North Coast is about is, is a show that Greg and I thought we wish that we could be in. And, you know, back in the day, you know, the the star was the – guest poser. We, you know, you bring in a professional bodybuilder or a guest poser, you put them on your posters, people would flock to the show to see that pro that you see in the magazines. And, you know, it would cost us, you know, eight to $10,000 to have them there, but it would draw. And that's what the thing was. But now uh, that's not the case anymore. People, they, they're more, they're more, you know, the, the, with the social media, they all create their own following. And we thought, you know what? We don't need the guest poser anymore. Let's just let's just put all of our uh, emphasis and our and our marketing towards these overall winners. Let's make them the stars for one year and just promote the heck out of them, and because that's what they deserve. And you know what? We did that, and it's been taken off like crazy. Um, you know, because we promote these these uh, these uh, overall winners all year long. Like we we actually had a booth at the IX. Uh, the Fit Expo this past December, 
where we had all the stars, you know, all of our champions in the booth promoting them. And so we do a lot of things with these people, and we promote them all the time. And uh, and we actually have what's really neat. What we did was we put up a 10-foot-high, uh, 15-foot-wide banner called the Wall of Fame. And the life-size uh, graphics, images of them uh, every year. So right now we have 2014, 15, 16, and now 17 we put up in the Mac Center. So when you walk in, it's the Wall of Fame. I mean, it's from every year. So those, if you make the Wall of Fame, if you're an overall winner and you make the Wall of Fame, you're going to be up every year for the for the rest of the time that me, Greg and I are promoting the show. So that's a big thing. You know, you're immortalized, you know what I mean, as a champion. And um, and I think that's what's really resonating out there with the competitors. You know, like, hey, I want to go to the North Coast because I want to try and be on that Wall of Fame. I want to try and get on their posters and stuff like that. So, so this show has become exactly what Greg and I wish we had. That's, that's just so awesome. And I think Kent State is the perfect landscape um, with, you know, the Mac Center and the parking lots and everything is pretty condensed and well. I mean, you can walk from every event and tell, tell just tell folks the events that you guys got going. It's the most gorgeous venue. I, you know, that it's a basketball arena. It just has that awesome atmosphere when you walk in. It's big. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's a, a venue that I, I hope that we're that's our home for many, many years to come. But anyway, so we decided to not have the arm lesson. What we're going to do is we're going to have a bench press challenge. And what this is, what this is, is you can, anybody that comes through those doors, anybody at all, can come up for $5. Once you pay your ticket to get in the show, uh, if you come during pre-judging, it's $20. So you pay to get in. And if you want to enter the bench press challenge, it's only five bucks, and you we could do body weight for reps. So who, we'll have a scoreboard there and everything. So whoever does the most reps with their body weight will get up on the on the leaderboard. Or you could do the NFL combine, which is 225 pounds on a bench, and you just rep it as many as you can, and we'll actually have a scoreboard. You'll get on the leaderboard for that, and you have a chance of winning. Whoever wins uh, the the body weight for reps and the NFL combine. Now, the body weight for reps is male and one female winner, one male winner. And if there's a female that wants that can win the NFL combine, that's great, too. But we're given $250 cash to each winner. So uh, it'll go from 9 a.m. in the morning on Saturday, May 26th, all the way to intermission and the finals, which is around 8.30 at night. You don't have to be there to collect your money. We, will, we can mail you a check. But if you want to be there, that will be great because we'll bring you up on stage and announce you as the winner. So, so that's what we added this year, and, and boy, I'm telling you, we're getting a lot of good feedback from it. Oh, I'm fired up for that. I mean, first of all, you put straight cash on the line. People like that. It doesn't matter what oh, it yeah. is. But uh, I don't think Austin Corbett, the second-round pick from the Browns, will be there because he only put up 19 at the combine. But we might see Nick Chubb <laughs> walk through the right. door. Um, he he right. put up 36. Right. So, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, but uh, yeah. yeah. But another thing, too, what we did is we said, let's, let's take it up one more notch, you know, so what, what we did, and I want to let you know that uh, Aaron White, a gentleman from TNT Strain, he is, he's from Kent. He's a, a great person, great guy. He's a hardcore powerlifter. He trains a lot of people. He's the one that's putting this whole thing on with another company called uh, Nick Robinson of Live Large Fitness Apparel. So these two are my sponsors, are our sponsors for the uh, Bench Press Challenge, and they're putting this whole thing on. And these guys have great, you know, Aaron has a great reputation, great following. Well, he ended up, because he has so many friends in the industry, 
he said, hey, let's put together a, uh, some guest lifters to come in. And we said, man, that'd be neat. So he ended up getting a guy named Chris Ray. He's coming in from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. He's going to bench over 650 pounds. Whew. So you get, to see, you get to see a big lift from him. And uh, he's supported by a Titan support system athlete. He's, a, he's an athlete for Titan support systems. And, uh, man, he's gonna, that's going to be something. And then, then we got another guy coming in from 12 to 1, Mike Brilla. He deadlifts over 700 pounds at 198 hmm. pounds. So he's going to do a, a deadlift. Then we got Lee Hopkins. She's coming in from 12 to 1 also with Mike Brilla. And she, get this, she deadlifts 325 pounds for over 25 reps, and she only weighs 130 pounds. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then from 3.30 to 4.30, we got a gentleman by the name of James Dolman, Jr. He benches over 5.50, so he's going to do a big bench. And then from 6.30 to 7, we have uh, Cruz Fonderest. He benches 405 pounds for reps. So it's kind of neat because, you know, every couple hours we're having these guest lifters do a big lift back by the bench press challenge. And then in between, that's when the other people just, you know, attendees can go ahead and try and do their uh, body weight for reps or the NFL combine. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, those are the list of people that you don't want to shake their hand. Uh, that's uh, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, no, I, I think it's awesome. Uh, what are the other events? Because you guys always still, I mean, it's kind of like a mini expo there, too, because you have vendors. So I know Live Large has been there before. Their apparel's there. Um, I know one vendor that is killing it on social media is all pumped up to be there, Muscle Vodka. I know their booth will be very popular. But tell the folks about some of the other events and things go, that goes on during the day. Well, one of our other big events from 2 o'clock to 4.30, the NPC event, the NPC prejudging starts at 9 a.m. and goes to about 1.30. That's your bodybuilding and your mat, uh, 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 classic physique and physique and bikini and figure. So you got all the NPC events going on from 9 to 1.30. Then at 2 o'clock to 4.30, we have a, it's, it's a fitness model search. And the big thing this year is we're giving $1,000 cash to one female overall winner and one male overall winner. So each one, each winner gets $1,000 cash plus the title, and then we promote you all year long. So that's a big event. That's a real big event. And that, our title sponsor for um, the North Coast Championships overall and the fitness model search is, uh, Mr. we want to thank Mr. Jerry Wagner of Big Jerry Transforms You. He has been awesome. He's, he's a personal trainer. He competes himself. He's competed in over 60 shows. So this guy, he's our title sponsor, and he is in the industry like nobody else. He lives and breathes it, and he's been a phenomenal support system for the North Coast. So we want to thank him totally. The one great thing I love about the North Coast, too, is, uh, Dean, if somebody feels like they're ready to be in competition, maybe they didn't sign up yet, they can still sign up right now. So give folks that information, where they need to go. I mean, I know they got to contact, you know, the website. But, I mean, if they think they can, you know, if any competition that's there, they can, you know, sign up right now and be prep show ready, you know, come Saturday, May 26th. Oh, of course, yeah. They We we take entries all the way up till Friday before the show. So all the way up to check-ins. As soon as check-ins are over, then, you know, then we have to close it down. But we take entries all the way up till, and they can contact us at info at northcoastchamps.com. If they want, if they need an entry form or anything like that, just send us an email and we'll get that entry form right out to you. Or you can go to northcoastchampionships.com 
and click on the competitor info and you can download an entry form and uh, get it out to us right away. And uh, we're asking people to kind of get the entries in now because what we're giving away to all the people that enter, we give out a uh, cropped tank top to all the female competitors and we give a tank top out to all the male competitors. So we kind of Get, we kind of get everybody's sizes now because we have to place the order to get the shirts printed soon. So that's why everybody's trying to get their entries in now. But if not, there will be plenty of shirts, and we'll have them there for you. And then we also give out um, bags of supplements from our sponsors and different products and different clothing and stuff like that to all the competitors, too, of whatever our sponsors donate to us. So so the competitors walk away with a lot of nice stuff from all of our vendors or all of our uh, sponsors that's awesome. That's a lot of swag, ladies and gentlemen. So the competitors, once again, are treated like stars. Anybody else that you want to mention, um, we know how much hard work your other half does for this and your whole family, along with the Cross families, but the other sponsors and uh, any other shout-outs you might have. Yeah, we'd like to do a big shout-out to um, uh, uh, different sponsors like uh, Steel Fits and Muscle Egg and uh, Solar Ray Vitamins. And uh, Snap Fitness has been phenomenal. They, they let us film our opening video of our champions there. And what we do with the opening video is pretty neat. Uh, we do this whole highlight of all the champions training. And then we bring them out on stage to open up the show. And we, what Greg and I and my wife Monica and Michelle Krause, what we do is we, we get these big posters of all the champions. We put them in frames and we put them up on stage, up on easels. And all the champions walk out. They stand next to their their uh, posters, and it's just an awesome sight to see because you see them working out in the video to some awesome music, and then you see them live. It's just a it's just a great opening, and uh, so yeah, I, I wanted to you know just just thank everybody that's involved, especially my wife Monica, Greg and Michelle. Work we all work so hard on this show. We people say, hey, how long does it take to to do that show? And we start. I think we take two weeks off after the show, and we start working on next year. I mean. <laughs> That's how much it takes to build these shows up like this. Well, it's an awesome event. Um, it's the definition of with an Ohio bias. I mean, uh, we love that you guys keep this event in Ohio, and it actually has helped so many, you know, athletes, you know, take the next step. So, I mean, it's the the dividends. You talk about the Wall of Fame and things like that. I just see, you know, how happy people, how happy the event makes people and how it spurs them to stay motivated and keep competing there and in other events. So, I mean, it has, you know, uh, ripple effect all throughout so many lives. So it's just awesome stuff, Dean. Awesome stuff. Right, right. Um, hey, and I got I got to make a mention too. What cracks me up is we were out, you know, going and we're putting posters up all through Kent and in different places, you know. And we walked into this um, Peace, Love, and Little Donuts. Uh, it's a donut shop in downtown Kent, and they said that they love the North Coast and it's one of their biggest weekends of the year. You know? <laughs>
they just descend on that little donut shop and kill it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Uh, Dean, give us one thing going out. I mean, you talk about the powerhouse back in the day, and even when you were starting out in the garage, man. What what music was pumping back then, you know, that you had, you know, getting you going and all the guys, you know, listen, I can only imagine that garage with 20 or 50, you know, 18-year-olds yes, in there yes. pumping iron, man. What were you guys listening to? Oh, man, ACDC, you know, all the, all the 80s stuff, you know. <laughs> Hardcore ACDC, Loverboy, you know, that kind of music. And uh, and uh, I remember the in the in the gym we used to, we used to always play uh, Move It, Move It. Uh, I forget that, that what the name of the group was. But, uh, yeah, we, we always had music pumping, man. Van Halen, you know, that hardcore music. Very good, very good. Well, we're going to move it, move it to Memorial Day yes. weekend and make sure that we're in Kent, Ohio for the North Coast Championship, May 26, uh, 9 a.m. pre-judging and all day full of events. I mean, I got to get there to see these. Bitch. I mean, those, those numbers are crazy. So, and yeah. once again, I'm going to take a shot at this guy that got drafted by the Browns. I don't understand how he only put up 19, Dean. But, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, so that's just bothering me. But I got plenty of time to talk about that on another podcast. We thank you for joining us on this one, though, Dean, and look forward to seeing you that Saturday morning. Thank you so much, Misha.